Someone who loves like me Up there on the TV or movie Anything would do Cause I've learned surviving isn't living And we deserve way more than a brief romance On an episode or two That we deserve Something unconventional Hello, hello, my dear Klexiconers. Happy 2019. This is Dana Pickley, your unconventional host, and Unconventional is back and will be with you until Klexicon Las Vegas is upon us, which, spoiler alert, only three months away. Before we launch into this episode's guests, here are a few Klexicon happenings that you will want to know if you plan to go. The badge pickup party this year will be happening poolside at the Tropicana on Thursday, April 11th from 2 to 7. So a nice long party. We're going to have a live DJ. You'll be able to splash around, hang out with friends, make new friends, all of that. And bonus, it's all ages, so everyone is welcome. Hope to see you there. And here's a reminder, standard tickets for Klexicon still on sale. So go ahead, pick up your ticks. And you can add on a creator lab or academic lab to your tickets, which will be held on Thursday. So check out Klexicon.com for more details on those two very cool labs. Tickets for the comedy show Ships and Giggles are also now on sale. And this show was such a total blast last year. You can pick up these tickets anytime now until they sell out. Ascension Party tickets go on sale starting January 15th. Now, Ascension is the official Klexicon after party, and you will not want to miss that. Now, this party is 21 and up. Meet and greet tickets will be released starting on February 5th, so mark that down. So you want to make sure you can hang out with your favorite celebs while you are at Klexicon. Cocktails for a Change will be going on sale on February 15th, and this event has sold out every year, so you'll definitely want to get on that. All right. So, now that we've talked about all those fun things, it is time for our guests. I am so pleased to have our first guests of 20 by teen. <laughs> Nicole Payson and Lauren Flans, the hosts of the Coming Out with Lauren and Nicole podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having yeah, us. Thank you. This is our first interview. I know. I just got really nervous. <laughs> well, We've both been on, on, on podcast before, obviously, but not together. Yeah. This is well, awesome. welcome. Welcome. So, well, and so let's talk about that because something I love about your your podcast is the fact that you're going to be having a live taping at Klexicon this year. And Nicole, last year... You were in the Podcasting 101 audience learning about podcasting. Talk about coming full circle, right? So how did... Lexicon panels matter. They do. They really do. You can learn so much. Yeah, well, we... And we'd had... So the genesis of this whole thing happened a couple months before Klexicon. So we knew we were going to do this. Mm -hmm. And we had the concept, but we didn't have a start date. We didn't... We were both busy. So we were like, okay, we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, like, we'll do it. And it's funny, my husband kept being like, when are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? Because he, like, after Lauren asked me about... Like, approached me about starting this podcast, uh, Gustav thought it was such a great concept (laughs) that he was like on my ass about it. Like, what is this going to start? Yeah. Do you have Which something in the book? Which good, because like, otherwise we might have 
like waited a while. My wife gets on my stuff about things too. She like, okay, when are we doing this thing? And when are you going to take care of that? So like, I'm thankful I have her like to egg me on on things. It's really important. I mean, that and like I said, I think I asked you beforehand if we could do it. I knew I was going to go to Clexicon and I was like, I think I should announce the podcast at Clexicon, even though we don't have a record, yeah. like a start date, even like a launch date or whatever. I think that we had enough of a concept and we we talked about it enough times that we were like, okay, we're we're clear on what this is. And I knew that it would be a good place to announce yeah. it at Flexicon. <laughs> Possibly the best place yeah. to announce our podcast. Exactly. And I knew that it would hold me to doing it. It would hold us to doing it if it was out right. there. It's- Sometimes you have to like hold yourself accountable in ways. And that's <laughs> right there. Announcing in front of 4,000 queer people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Yes. So we're like, cool. Well, now we got to do it. So yeah, it, it, yeah. That's it. the rest is history. Yeah. And you were so adorable in that session because I was I was speaking at, at it and there there Nicole was I was not expecting to see Nicole in the audience and there she was like taking very copious notes and and being very like engaged and asking questions and then afterwards afterwards you stopped me and asked me some more like like specific stuff and it was really sweet. Now you're gonna be speaking in front of all the, these uh, Clexicon people at this live performance. That's so cool. Yeah, we're excited. It'll be the first no. live performance. It's my first Clexicon too, so I'm really excited. Well, okay, so let's let's go to that because Lauren, our listeners might be a little more familiar with Nicole because of her work in Anyone But Me. I think a little more familiar is generous. I'm sorry. <laughs> well. I'm all right but so so tell us a little bit about you so we can all fall in love with you too oh yay um i am an actor in la uh actor writer i guess i'll say um i uh the the big things i've done that that people maybe will know uh i did three seasons uh on a show called wild and out which sounds queer but is actually nick cannon's improv yes it is yeah (laughs) Uh, and I was I, I was out on that show um, and and I kissed a girl on an episode and immediately had like a bunch of queer followers from that. If you kiss a girl on television, yeah. your Twitter will blow up <laughs> with queer followers. So so I did that and then uh, I was on a Comedy Central show called Another, Another Period. Period. I remember you from that. Oh yeah, you played Hortense. Oh, that's so exciting. Um, which is not a queer show, but kind of queer by association. It's a trip. It's a total trip. Um, but yeah, those are sort of like uh, uh, my big things. Um, very active on Twitter. And how do you? How did you two meet each other? Like, how did this friendship occur? Uh, we Nicole and I did a staged reading together. Do you want to talk about Susan? Yeah. So um, it actually does indirectly linked back to anyone but me in the sense that um, we did a staged reading of Susan Miller's play. Um, and Susan Miller was the uh, writer producer yes. of anyone but me, co-writer uh, producer of anyone but me. Um, so I've known student Susan for over a decade now. Oh my God. Uh, for <laughs> just about a decade now. Um, and Lauren was one of the two leads in that. And we just like hit it off kind of immediately. I would say yeah. I thought Lauren was absolutely hilarious because she is and i thought nicole was the coolest and then i didn't know a 
about, because I'm very out of the loop sometimes on queer things. Like, I come to them, like, a couple years after the fact. <laughs> so I only found out about anyone but me during the stage reading. And then during the course of rehearsals, I watched the whole series on Hulu. And then I got, like, starstruck. Even though I already was rehearsing this with Nicole, I came in one day and I was like, you want to Stop, and, who are... <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, please don't judge me. Oh and my god, I was like, I was like, stars and eyes. Um, but yeah, so that's how we met. And that was like, what the three years ago? Three years ago, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Susan Miller. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, you guys do this podcast weekly, which that's no easy feat. I mean, uh, un- unconventional. We're, I'm lucky if I'm able to get it out every two weeks. We're thinking like more like three weeks a month. Um, so, how do you find your guests? Like, how do you find so many frequent guests? A, a lot of them uh, are, are friends and acquaintances. We'll definitely, like, mine our our uh, friend group. Or, or sometimes it's people who, like, we know a little, but, like, we, like, we'd love to get to know them better. Like, what a great opening to be like, hey, you want to be on my podcast? Um, so that's definitely one route. Uh, we, I mean, you know, in, in saying our friends and relatives and things like our, our friends and whoever um we if we were just doing our friends we'd have a we'd have a guest lineup for oh yeah we could um, easily. but like but like we what we've really <laughs> done um is try to find guests who maybe are our friends if there's a crossover with our friend great if not maybe our, our acquaintances or people we've worked with or yes. whoever who have like a moderate social media following um or who work in queer spaces or whatever it is where there it feels like there's an audience crossover mm-hmm. um and we we've done everything from like you know essentially like well like stephanie beatrice is a great example of this so uh, having announced um uh, the podcast on the panel that i was on with stephanie right. one of the two panels i was on with stephanie at clexicon she came up to me right afterwards and was like i would love to be on your podcast when it so, airs. that's so and great I was like, amazing um you know like so it's like we've had a couple things like that that are just so great um where we didn't have to you know then it was just following up right um but then there have been a couple other people where we've just like and straight up gone through their agents and managers and just seen you know and some some haven't gone back to us and others have and then we're just like it, it, sometimes really like cool. there can also be like the six degrees thing where it's like mm-hmm. someone who I know like decently enough and I see them talking on Twitter with someone and I'm like hey can you put in a good word it's like that kind of yeah. we're having to do like a, sh- a schmoozy thing that I think we're both like learning the ropes of because I just feel so awkward anytime come to like, come to me my darlings I yeah, shall teach oh, you <laughs> Me. I'm literally Holy like shit. going into my turtle, my green turtle, yeah. like, like a turtle now. <laughs> I, I like so it is part of why. It, I mean, this 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 thing, this like being very shy about networking, is not a not a small <laughs> part of what has held me back as an actor. Because um, this is a very uh, it, business, obviously very um, uh, based on connections and networking, and um, it is a talent in and of itself. And like I will say though, and I've said this to you in the past, that like this podcast has actually made me better at it. Yeah. Because I feel like when you're an actor and you are just networking for yourself it's very vulnerable oh, because yeah. it's just you're selling you right and you're like right. if you 
rejected, it feels like a personal rejection because your product is is you. Right, right. But now you have a distance. You have that one degree of distance and it's, it's doesn't feel as personal. No, absolutely. It it absolutely does not. Of course we create this and we have personal attachment to it, but it is, first of all, it has a message that we think a socially important message. That we honestly believe in. So So, you feel bolder to like, to, to reach out to people and like it's it's almost like you're it, like we are a thing we are a thing I don't know what, what am I trying to say we are like the conduits for this like vehicle Ooh, essentially I like that. you know I'm not sure that makes sense but yeah it does help to kind of be like all right I'll reach out to this person's manager I don't give a shit you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like okay yeah and we we are very conscious of trying to get a, a, di- a diverse range yes, of guests because uh, uh, I think what I think Nicole said in the past is like hey if if we wanted if we were just like mining people we know we could have like queer white women on pretty much every week round the clock (laughs) because we know a lot of them but hey wouldn't it be better if we tried to have a wide range of experiences experiences ages ethnicity not all americans like Like, yeah yeah. we're just trying to be as broad as possible because that like let's we're all i think we're in a period in history where we're all trying to understand like different people's perspectives and Mm -hmm. views so we're definitely trying to bring uh as much diversity and and wide range of guests but i would say like just to wrap that up um like what's really beautiful about the queer community is how supportive um we all are of each other despite yes. some infighting. Yep, but yep. like um but but really on the whole, I think the reaction to, you know, the people we've reached out to who are bigger names, um, who either we've done like cold calls, but uh who or maybe we have one degree of separation yeah. from because usually that's all it is in the queer community it's tiny and yeah it's like people really want to support queer media mm-hmm. they, they think that this stuff is important and even if they have a more on their resume they're still willing to do this whereas maybe yeah. if it was just a podcast about whatever they wouldn't I mean, I don't yeah. know. And you know what? The Clexicon connection doesn't hurt either because there's been so many connections that people have made through Clexicon. And I mean, obviously, I host the Clexicon podcast, and I think that's so cool. Uh, it's it's uh, Clexicon has been absolutely amazing that way. I mean, I, I I said as I was like looking back at you know 2018, of course, doing my like inventory that we all do at the end of the year, <laughs> and I'm like, what have I accomplished? Oh shit, um, I forgot to do that. <laughs> I highly recommend it. It's really cool. Um, but like when I was doing that, I I really truly pinpointed the turning point for me in the year was Clexicon. Mm-hmm. Like that so was cool. the moment where things switched for me, um, where I went from kind of feeling like, what am I doing? Where am I going? To um, and having a couple ideas of things, but nothing tangible mm-hmm. yet. Clexicon was such a shot of like adrenaline and inspiration and passion on it because the fans are so amazing and the other artists there are so inspiring. Like it just, it, everything changed after Clexicon. Yeah. And you can really walk away with so much. <laughs> you look so excited. You're like, I'm so excited to go. But like things, things, there's so much you can learn from Clexicon through, and, and you know, Nicole, you went to like a bunch of different panels and you were on a bunch of different panels and you were able to take take away so much knowledge and experience. And I think there's so much more to experience. I mean, obviously it's so cool to meet 
the people you admire and you're, you know, when you're fans of a show or whatever, but it's also so amazing to be able to just experience other people's perspective. I think that's something that's so cool and unique about Klexicon. Somebody who like, <laughs> sort of tagging out to what you were saying before, who sadly is not great at keeping up with queer <laughs> shows and things. Like I need to be better. I mean, I, I dip in and I have my certain things that I watch or follow, um, but I'm, I'm not nearly as versed on that as many of the fans at Klexicon who are like uber fans of these different shows obviously um but even so I was not in a starstruck place there was not there there was not starstruck happening Mm -hmm. with me um and but what I felt was just the general energy and positivity and support um and desire to to create really yeah Uh, that was like just everywhere that you went you know And so, Lauren, I'm watching you and you're getting like super excited. So what are you what are you most excited about? Oh, my God. Um, I think and I've talked about this uh, on our podcast before. uh, Most of my friends just happen to be straight. And so like most of the spaces I'm in are I I definitely go uh, uh, to to queer events and and I'm at Pride every year and, you know, volunteering at the LGBT center. Like I'm definitely around queer people. But this will be the first time that it's like just as far as the eye can see like (laughs) especially queer women like that's gonna be a new I think the fact that it'll be so heavily uh queer women will be like new for me and exciting and I'll probably get very nervous but I'll try to try to pull together uh uh beforehand um but yeah I'm just so excited to be in like a like-minded community and 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 meet new people uh we've had already uh podcast listeners be like I'm gonna be there like I can't wait to see you and I'm so excited to meet people in person who I've interacted with before on social media just through the podcast so yeah all of that and then I'm sure I will fangirl out about some things like that's that's gonna happen yeah well, now that you are podcasting pros, <laughs> what advice would you give to aspiring podcasters or even yourselves a year ago? Oh, that's a great question. Oh, we both just turned to each other. Um, well, I think that uh, what we've both talked about, uh, be ballsy, be bold, push for it. Like, do, like the ask that you think is... I mean, who would think, I mean, Stephanie came up to you at Lexicon, but like, if she hadn't, like, go, like the asks that you think nothing will come of, just do it. Just ask. Because mm. no one, I mean, the worst that can happen is you don't ever get a response or someone's like, no, I'm too busy. Which or their happened. manager is like, no, yeah. they're too busy. Which has happened and then you yeah. just move on to the next. Yeah, like, but make those asks because sometimes someone can do it and then it's like, holy shit, suddenly you have like a really exciting guest you didn't think you could get. Yeah, um, I would say the number one thing, um, <laughs> and this goes back to the the ability to have it be weekly if should you desire to take that on um strongly consider having a co-host because like that that is just i mean this would blatantly not exist without Lauren and like, <laughs> well, not likewise, not only I mean, God. but like but truly because I, first of all it's it's a lot of responsibility i mean like from start to finish right. like yeah it's not as simple as just like getting something down on on a microphone and recording there's editing there's processing there's adding this there's adding that it's it's a lot of work 
there's the actual like yeah the the actual like getting of guests if you're if you have guests on the the recording mm-hmm. phase the editing phase the upload phase and then after that there's the whole other phase of social media yeah. campaign, which is <laughs> promo the actual the like media. we'd like to people to hear this thing which is like the, the harder of the hardest of all of it and that is where lauren is a genius um that luckily so, i'm addicted to twitter so it's also fun for me so that's another thing mm-hmm. i would say is like mm-hmm. get involved on yeah. social media yes. with your listener base because yes. that's it's not just like productive because you get more ears out there but it's also it's been so rewarding and and fun and just like cool to feel like you know people and we get the most beautiful messages like whether it's a dm on twitter instagram or or we do have an email account that people will write to and that stuff is like that is super rewarding yeah oh my god it's it's really cool but yeah i would say like with a if we could go back if we could go back and do anything differently i would say from the top be crystal clear on who was responsible for what, because we we figured it out because we sort of na- actually we like really naturally fell into mm-hmm. certain things that like like I love to sit and be alone and edit and just like be a hermit in with my computer and Lauren is awesome at social media so and she doesn't like to do the technical stuff mm-hmm. so I'm yeah, just awesome I, have a I will like. <laughs> I will I will edit everything and be a nerd about it because I actually really enjoy that. You know, so like so we've we've naturally been able to do that, but I would say for if like the best thing that you could do is make a master list, talk to other podcasters, see what yes. actual oh, yeah, yeah. responsibility that's if we hadn't talked to other podcasters, we would not exist. Lee and Ellie of yeah. Les Hangout were instrumental. Been so helpful. And and so like helpful. we also had a sound engineer who was doing us mm-hmm. a massive favor of helping us with the first, I think, ten episodes. It yeah, it, I think like even that. maybe a little more, but yeah. Um, and then turned the reins over so that we were, we didn't have to worry about that at, at first. So like, and my husband made our website, like get other people on board who believe in your, in your message. Yeah. And then you can start taking over those responsibilities, but interview other podcasters about like, what is week to day to day, week to week, month to month. What are the responsibilities? in all these different categories and then talk to your co-host go through all of them and divide them up based on what makes sense for what your strengths are yeah you know yeah well that's great advice (laughs) (laughs) so i ask every guest this but i know nicole's answer because she's already been but lauren have you ever been to vegas before oh yeah i'm a i'm actually a huge vegas fan i didn't know i love vegas because i think it is just no one, you know how like in in LA and New York, Nicole's dying. <laughs> you know, I'm laughing because who so Vegas? I love Vegas. Vegas. I'm about oh my God, to tell I love you, you why. Okay. No one, like a lot of cities have that like, that'd be like cool. And like that too cool. For <laughs> I know. Vegas yeah. is 100% unironic. Everyone's just like, this is what I put on today. And now I'm in public. <laughs> <laughs> is just authentically themselves. No one's trying to put on airs because you can't. It's the most ridiculous place ever. It's just so sincere in what it is. It's it doesn't like, try look, to be. It, yeah. Exactly. Like, look, this is who we are. You either like it or you don't. We're Vegas. And I fucking <laughs> love that. I love Vegas. Okay. It's, it's an absurd place. I Okay, you've sold it me It fits that. with my personality and that it's no. just like the most sincerely ridiculous. 
Well, it, it is. It is oh, really ridiculous that. I, I yeah, love I it. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, we'll have we'll bond over our love for Las Vegas, but before we get to that point, somewhere off of the show, um, tell us where we can find you guys personally and also the podcast. Right. Okay. Podcast first. Uh, okay. So we are uh, at Coming Out Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I am at Nicole Payson on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Lauren Flans on Twitter. Lauren underscore Flans on Instagram. There's a couple other things with my name floating around on Instagram. They are not me. You will know me on Instagram because I don't know how to use it. So I'm not <laughs> just about our podcast. <laughs> yes. uh, and we should say our hashtags. Yes, our hashtags are coming. Hashtag coming out pod. Hashtag find Ricky. It's spelled R-I-C-K-I. Yes, like Ricky Lake. Gotcha. But it's not about Ricky Lake. <laughs> so, unconventionalists, please check out the live recording of their podcast. It's going to be really great. I was recently a guest on their podcast as well, and it was a big pleasure. So you're going to have, I don't know who your guests are. I don't know if you have figured that out yet. Not releasing that okay. yet. But whoever it is, I'm sure will be a celeb person. Whoever it is will be terrific. Um, and so definitely make sure to check that out while you're at Klexicon. And I will see you two in Las Vegas. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Unconventional. You can find Klexicon on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Klexicon. You can also check them out on Klexicon.com. You can find me, your host, Dana, on Twitter and Instagram at Dana Pickley. That's two C's, one L. Our fabulous intro and outro music is by Stephanie Berlanga. You'll definitely want to listen to her music. Check it out now. And until the next time we meet, here's Dana signing off and swearing fealty to you. Something unconventional.